Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Complete Geeks Podcast. I am Organic, joined tonight by... Bob. And no toast today. No. So, either you love these episodes or you hate them, so... Either way, Fuck you. hopefully you will, uh, you'll listen next week. <laughs> right. It's like, well, you, either way, you just get an extra week off, that's all. That's right. So, uh, what's going on, sir? No, a whole lot. Last week was a... Uh, I didn't do jack shit. Last week was a fucking blur. Like, next thing you know, it was like, it's Monday the following week. I don't even remember anything that, like, I watched of notice. <laughs> the only thing... South the South only, Park? <laughs> Yeah, I mean South Park. Obviously, it's in the background, but not anything like of anything of else of any kind of like substantial merit. <laughs> so it's uh, the I did a couple things over the weekend. Um, Transformers Con, uh, the Transformers convention that like bounces around all over the United States over the over every year. Um, mm-hmm. Next year, I'm excited. This year it was just in like Florida or something like that, and it got canceled obviously because of everything. But I'm hoping next year, next year in October, it's supposed to be in Baltimore. So I'm like, cool, this is actually the first time I go to something like that. And then, uh, but they released their exclusives, and one of them was a third party company released a Transformer that looked like uh, Batman. <laughs> Batman, quote unquote. And so it turns into like a cool looking jet and stuff. And I was like, I was on the fence about it. Then I saw a review for it, and I was like, oh, fuck, it comes with a cape. All right, I'm down for this. <laughs> and so. <laughs> And so I picked that up. And then to continue the Batman theme on Friday, that was the only interesting thing. I actually went to my local Lego store, and I had $75 in coupons, and so I bought the 1989 Batwing. Uh, I wanted to pull the trigger on that one. Um, it's Just just it's, how they display it mounted on the wall. Yeah, it's uh, I. it was one of those ones where like you get a sense of you think of how big it is, and then you see it in person, and you're like, holy fuck. Like I, it's, it's a monster. Like it's, it, when they have it hung on a wall, like on the pictures, you don't realize like the actual size of it until you see it in person. And like the store has it built out in front and I'm like, holy fuck, this thing is huge. So I ended up picking that up and, uh, yeah, that was pretty much, that was pretty much my whole entire weekend in terms of once you get into games and stuff like that, I have something that I did today, but yeah, that's pretty much it for, uh, the past week. How about you? Well, uh, real quick, going into the 89 Batwing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's really the last vehicle they can touch on from 89. Do you think yeah. there's any chance they'll go into returns at all? I mean, honestly, the way these things are selling, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it'd be cool shit if they did, uh, was the the bullet, like the bat bullet, where it splits that, apart. Yeah, and that's then, what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, or... Uh, Bust through or, that alleyway. I would kill for a uh, penguin duck. Yep. If they did the penguin ducky, like the big ducky mobile or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, that that would be, that would be like the pinnacle of like having that next to the '89 Batmobile. I just think would be the shit. Yeah, I'd I'd yeah. love uh, if they did. Uh, obviously the the split Batmobile, mm-hmm. and then also the small version of the Batmobile that Penguin sat in. Yeah, that's the only thing. That was the only thing I was disappointed about was uh, when they released the Batmobile during Black Friday last year. Uh, they released it with a little Batmobile, and I was like, "Oh, cool! It's like an actual minifigure scale Batmobile." It came with a little Batman figure. It was cute, but this year they didn't do that with the Batwing. I was sort of disappointed because I was like, I was hoping for like some kind of like scale Batwing that would go next to it. But I was yeah. like, eh. I was like. I mean, I can't beat it. If retail for two hundred, I got it for one twenty five. 
because I had seventy five dollars in coupons. I was like, shit, you can't you can't beat something like that for one hundred twenty five bucks. Yeah, and then the the other thing I was gonna ask on Transformers. Mm-hmm. I know I sent I sent you a uh, one from the movie series that was on clearance like a while mm-hmm. ago, and I saw that they've had another release for that. Why is the movie series figure so crazy expensive? Like, uh, oh, because the, the studio series figures—that's the ones that you're talking about. Um, yeah, they're they're one, they're Japanese imports technically, and uh, okay, two, two, they're they're high end, so they're pretty much like not necessarily perfect renditions of how they transform and stuff like that, but they're ultra high end compared to their like twenty dollar retail counterparts. Most of the time, like, and it's weird too because Target started carrying that series in their stores, and the shitty part is like that's a retail price like they're the and their prices are outrageous like i have one i have uh mp44 which is optimus prime it's like the g1 optimus prime the mm-hmm. fucking retail price on that thing is 450 dollars, and it's it's just i mean it's really nice i got it for cheaper than that thank fucking god but uh it's it's just because it's their ultra high-end series like that's like the i don't collect a lot of them because of i like actually I'm a grown man that likes playing with his Transformers. Like, I like being able to have a figure and be able to, like, you know, transform it. A lot of those are so finicky and so sensitive. It's, like, almost one and done when it comes to transforming them. But, yeah, that's the reason why they're so expensive is just because they're ultra high-end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, off to me. Yeah. Uh, about 3 o'clock this morning, I finished the Borat 2 movie. Oh, shit. What did you think? Oh, uh, I... I loved parts of it. Mm. It's it's kind of like watching it. I think the first Borat movie definitely like holds a place in time. Okay. And I and I think now it's like seeing it, understanding it, you know, like how many cuts and how many things it took in place to get it put together. But mm-hmm. I think also like reading some stuff on it that there's probably no better time for that movie to come out. With oh, just yeah. how crazy things are in the country. Right. So, it's one of those I probably, I liked it a lot more since it was free. It didn't cost me anything. I could watch it from home. But mm-hmm. if I went out to like a theater when I first saw the original Borat, I probably would have been kind of on the fence of, did I kind of throw some money away at it? Right. And what's crazy to me is, I'm curious, like how, when did the first Borat even come out? I think it was oh six or oh seven maybe. Oh my god, it's. I mean, it's cool that he released it. I mean, I, I, I it's been getting like rave reviews, and I, I don't know. I wasn't a big. I don't know. I guess I have like secondhand embarrassment, like when it comes to that shit. Like I'm not big on like those kind of like awkward. Yeah, you're right. Two thousand six. Um, I'm not super huge on that like awkward humor or like that like you know. Yeah, I'm not super huge on like awkward humor. That's why I wasn't big on like The Office and stuff like that. And so, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So when like Borat came out, I you know, and they're not Borat too. It really didn't do anything for me. But I heard about a couple scenes that apparently I need to watch because they're hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the other thing is been watching the new Supermarket Sweep with my yeah. daughter. <laughs> yeah, um, new Supermarket Sweep. Yeah, have you seen it? I saw uh, I saw a clip of it. I saw a clip of the other day, and uh, my wife and I were watching it. I, I was like, "Man, I was like, this brings back some memories. Like, it looks exactly like the old one, like in terms of the same style and everything." Yeah, it's it's, it's very cool, like to see my daughter like get into all the questions, and it's yeah. very much like things she can answer. I will say, 
Uh, Leslie Jones, I just don't get her sense of humor. It brought me like she's... terrible flashbacks like Ghostbusters. Oh, she's like, I, I want to say like, I mean, I think she's great in certain things, but I think she's like, she's ultra loud and just is always like, I don't know. It just seems like it's too high of an energy level. And so you're just like, calm down, bring it, bring it down a notch. Like we don't need you just screaming at me all the time. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I, th- I think it's like this weird sense. She likes to turn everything into a joke. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. land, she just says it again. Yeah. Yes, yes. You remember what I said the first time? (laughs) And, like, when she's on SNL and stuff, I loved her there, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of our Sunday night routine. Um, And then, today I've been kind of trying to plug through Joe Rogan, interviewed Kanye West for three hours. Jesus Christ, how's that working out? I would only made it, like, 20 minutes in. You know, it's... Joe Rogan's hardly interrupted him in like the first hour and a half that I've watched. Oh my or god! Listen to. Fuck. I I will say this: he comes off a lot less crazy in this interview than any other place. I mean, that's good at least. Um, I think he's just somebody. His brain is working nonstop, and I think he just can't communicate it. I just watched the episode with uh, I just watched the episode of South Park with uh, Kim Kardashian as a Hobbit. <laughs> so I can't. Anytime I hear, <laughs> yeah, I, every yeah. time I hear, every time I hear Kanye now, I can't take him fucking seriously because it's like that. Like, boom! How you like me now? I told you she wasn't a Hobbit. Wait a minute, bitch! Are you a Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so. How far are you in? You said it's a three hour. You said it's three I'm hour about, about halfway through. It's not terrible. No, so, yeah, I'll probably get through it in the next two days, but I, it's interesting. It's not a yeah. complete mess like it, I well, that's expected good. it to be. Yeah, that's good, at least. At least it isn't just like an incoherent shit show, and you're like, cool, like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And then the last thing on my things this week is I picked up uh, the MOGA controller, which is a... It was a controller that Xbox came out with that was intended for xCloud. That is... Oh, that one, the, the one that has, like, the clip on it. Yeah, it's got the clip. It's actually got a, uh, basically a backup battery within the controller, so you can charge oh, your that's... device as you're playing. Well, that's dope. Um, pick it, picked it up off of Facebook. The guy got it free mm-hmm. with his phone and was selling it brand new for 40 bucks. so it okay. saved me about $30 off. That's not bad. I I it sucks because I'm an Apple person. Like I'm I'm hoping that soon they finally fix this whole X Cloud bullshit for Apple. Um, because I want to do the, I want that. I like that Razor one that like snaps on each side of the phone like the Switch. That that's the one I want as well. But yeah, um, I'm also an Apple person. Right. But I got this for basically through the Apple app for Xbox. Uh, you can stream to your phone regardless of the device, right? So you can so you can just sit there and make almost like a second screen of your Xbox, right? Yep. So, so there, it, was, it was just kind of to test the waters in that. So there's a there's a uh, a portable Android device, like a, a emulator device that I had my eyes on. I found it. <laughs> this is where fucking Toast would kill us both because uh, he I found it via TikTok. 
It's it's called a Retroid. <laughs> it's called the Retroid Pocket Two. It's an eighty dollar. It's an eighty dollar device, and it's an emulator, so it can emulate everything all the way up to Dreamcast. And oh, shit. it's yeah, and it's Android based, so a lot of people were speculating, and it has dual analogs and everything too. I mean, it's not the biggest screen in the world, but it's big enough, and a lot of people, and it has HDMI out. And so a lot of people were like, bro, you can totally probably download xCloud for this thing because of it being an Android device. And it's like, huh. So the next couple of weeks, I might actually pull the trigger on one of these things because I, I found out, like, to get it, like, DHL shipped in my house, it's like 105 bucks or something like that. So Yeah, I'm, and I'm, looking, I, it, I'm I, looking it up right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's dual it's analogs. Like, it's, it has looks all like the a face mini, buttons. mini switch. Yes, exactly. And like I said, apparently it plays Dream up to Dreamcast perfectly fine. So I'm Yeah, and I mean for eighty bucks I'm like shit, I it's sort of dumb not to pull the trigger. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um yeah, and then go going into kind of the the Xbox app. Mm-hmm. Um I bought this controller and I first tried out the Xbox app using Bluetooth on the the controller itself the xbox controller mm-hmm. played it fine and then i hooked up the phone to this controller and tried to connect it through bluetooth and the app will not recognize it so hmm. so far i've not had any luck trying it out interesting well hopefully you're able to get that situated soon yeah it's so weird it's like apple's so finicky when it comes to like bluetooth devices outside of their own i it's so shitty, but yet, but yet the Apple TVs are really good about hooking up like a and see uh, a PlayStation controller to them and stuff, and an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Even though that was one thing I did, I browsed the Apple Arcade the other day because I was like, oh, I found my old Nimbus controller for my Apple, uh, for my uh, iPhone, and I was like, oh, I hooked uh-huh. it up and I went to Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade doesn't have shit on there. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The only thing I've ever really played off there is that what the golf, and I think it's on yeah. the Switch now. Yeah, there isn't there isn't a whole lot on there. I was like, holy shit, this is disappointing because I was like, oh, I might actually subscribe to this, but yeah, there's not enough on there to keep me interested. Yep. And then so. um, t- touching on the Xbox app real quick, mm-hmm. um, really really good. Uh, I mean, a good evolution to where the Xbox app was which was mm. not in a very good place before. Um, lets you access your recorded clips, screenshots right away. So if I record something on Xbox, it basically pops up a notification on my phone and says, hey, I you d- recorded this. I do um, remember that because I did, I did explore the app a little bit, and I was surprised how, qu- how snappy it is compared to the way it was originally. Yep. And as far as the remote play, basically you click the remote play button, It'll mm-hmm. tell you, go ahead and turn on your console. As soon as mm-hmm. I turned it on, it had a prompt up on the console. Hey, you want a remote play? It mm-hmm. runs you through about 30 seconds worth of testing just through your Wi-Fi connection, and then you're good to go. That's cool. Um, the one thing that I've found, I've had a solid connection, and the sound's been kind of staticky. Hmm. But, uh, but in terms of latency, I played Tony Hawk, which I figured would be a good test. Um, right, didn't have any issue. That's fucking cool. I had to try it out then. I had to boot mine up and see because I was I've done it before through the PlayStation. Uh, it's pretty neat doing it through the PlayStation. I did it through the PlayStation with my iPad, and I thought that oh, was nice. a neat thing. To, yeah, it had, I thought that was really neat to have through the house. And so, like, if you have an iPad too, you should try it out on your iPad. And yeah, see that's a good idea. Can, yeah, 
So that's cool. Very yeah, cool. Yes. So, so that's that's kind of it on that front. Um, mm-hmm. Anything game wise for you? Uh, game wise, I started playing Paper Mario again. I don't know why. I was like, ah, I, I, I have to download the Ghost of Tsushima update because I know that uh, I know that Toast wants to play it. But like, I've been sitting there not really super like anticipating downloading it because i knew the ps5 is coming soon so i'm like eh, i could wait and then just play on ps5 so uh, I, now i've been playing <laughs> sorry i gotta stop you now that you mentioned the ps5 mm-hmm. man the that website that you shared with faceplates ah i ordered a set <laughs> did you did you get the limited flat black yes i did <laughs> yep um, so, uh, so the plate, the place that organic is talking about, it's called plate. I think it's platestation.com. And that's so, fucking uh, smart, man. Yeah. And so they sell custom plates and apparently they're going to have them up the spec to the PlayStation five specs. And they're doing like red chrome, uh, per, I think it was like purple black and the matte black and they're doing discless and they're doing discless and disc drive. And so I ordered a standard version of them. It was like 40 bucks shipped. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I was like, I want to see what this thing, I want to see how good these things are. So expected, uh, and they say it's going to, sh- it's going to ship around the same time that the PlayStation five does. So I anticipate them being there within like a few weeks of the PlayStation five coming out. So anticipate a, a mini review coming soon from those. Cause I would, I would love to have matte black ones on there with the blue shining off of them. God, it's going to be killer. Yep. Dad, honestly, that's that's how I want the console to look. Yeah. I don't want something that just stands out. Right, and so I'll let you know. I'll let you know when they come out. And and apparently they're made of ABS plastic, the same stuff that the actual shells are made of. So they were talking about distribution. The heat is going to be the same way. You know, They're making sure that it's going to be tested and things like that. And so, Well, they're probably yeah. made by the same supplier. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> so... Uh, so I so like I said, uh, Paper Mario. I started playing that again. Um, I dabbled in a little bit of Avengers. I started playing through the story some more. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to get into it before uh, before Toast and them decide to give up on it. <laughs> but yeah, but it's I, getting, getting into that season that he's he may get pulled into something else. But right, um, you and I before the podcast we dabbled a little bit of Call of Duty, which honestly was a lot more fun than regular Call of Duty. Uh, in Warzone, so, yeah, uh, um, yeah, the zombie mode on or the zombie BR mode. Yeah, so um, pretty much when you die, when you die, instead of going to the gulag, you go over and turn into a zombie, you run around and kill people. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, su- super clever, especially yeah. Call of Duty having like such a presence in like the zombie mode itself mm-hmm. uh, from way back when. But I I thought it played super fun. Uh, it was drastically different on both sides of it. Yeah, it was super different. It was weird. It was like, okay, well, you know, it's especially playing a zombie. I like it because of the fact that, you know, you had grenades and you had like an EMP blast and stuff. But the best thing was you had a, a super jump instead of a, uh, instead of aiming. And so you had this big super jump that you could jump like, you know, a good chunk, not all the way across the map, obviously, but like a good bit like over people or away from people and stuff. It was really neat. Now, if Bob and I were more skilled at Call of Duty, it'd be interesting, like, getting down to those final numbers where you, there's a large population of zombies. Right. Yeah, we're fucking terrible at that game, I swear to God. 
Um, I played that one more game, and it was about three minutes long. Right. Uh, after that, uh, before you came on, I was actually started playing it. I was playing uh, New Super Lucky Tale. On it's on game it's on Game Pass. It's really fun. It's a mix between like a two D three D platformer. Um, it has two D levels. It has three D levels. Like it's something that you and your daughter would have a lot of fun playing. So and, they they almost took uh what is it the ukulele route? Yeah, it's, I think got... it's it it's not um I think it's a little bit more I don't know it's a little bit more like focused than ukulele. Ukulele is very much like that Banjo Kazooie style of collectathon where it's like here's this humongous level, good luck going through it, and you're like fuck me, where am I going? Yeah, so it's it's a fairly I I don't know I it's not where were we about ukulele um it's not as like big open world as ukulele it's very much like a razor focus type of thing and so mm-hmm. it's it's very much world hub and level based and so I. I, I like it a lot. I think it's uh they have it for the Switch too. I think it's a lot more I don't know, like Ukulele sometimes was like a little overwhelming to me, but the same aesthetic and everything, it it's very similar. So I'd say give it a go. It's cool, it's free on Game Pass. I'm like and it's funny because Game Pass strikes again where I was ready to buy it for PlayStation and I was like, Well wait, is it on Game Pass? And then I checked and was like, Oh shit, it's on Game Pass, cool. And so I didn't have to buy it. Um, nice. Yep. And lastly, uh because of JB, one of our Discord members. <laughs> I saw sent, some of that conversation. <laughs> he sent me a link to this place called handheldlegend.com. And he and he was like, I'm thinking about modding my Game Boy, but they don't ship to the UK, blah, blah, blah. So I started doing a deep dive into it. And I always wanted, I have, so back in the day, Toys R Us, I, I always wanted a Game Boy Pocket. And so when I was a kid, my mom bought me one, and she bought me the Toys R Us exclusive one, which is the slime green one. It was like, yeah, yeah it was like a, I forget the name. It was like extreme green or something like that. And so ever since then, I always wanted to mod a, a regular Game Boy Advance, not the SP, into that color and have the same color scheme and everything like that. And so I started doing a dig, and he sent me this website, and I was like, fucking shit. I was like, really? I'm going to do this, huh? And so I put a IPS version 2 screen in it, which is a backlit screen that is a way better resolution than the fucking original GBA screen. And I made it the same color case as the extreme green one. And so oh, nice. now I have a I have a clear green Game Boy Advance with the backlit buttons. Or not backlit buttons, but black buttons. And it's the whole screen's completely backlit. It has a tempered glass uh shell it has a tempered glass protective uh covering over it you know where, where the game boy advance uh window is and then you can uh, i soldered in because thank god of my years of working in advanced microelectronics i soldered in uh i soldered in th- three wires into a vid ribbon and so now you can okay. change the brightness if you hold the select button you can change the brightness with the uh, l and r buttons and so oh, yeah and so it's it can get really bright and get really dark and yeah, I sent a picture of it. I posted a picture of it on Discord and tagged JB in it. So, thanks JB for making me do that. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun, but it was more nerve wracking than everything fold because they were like, you have to do hard folds on this vid ribbon, and I never have fucking luck with vid ribbons. And so I was like, oh god. And so 
I folded it up all nice and pretty, put double-sided tape on it, soldered the points, and then and then on top of that, it was like you had to do hard folds on a vid ribbon. They were like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you want this whole entire brightness, dimness mod, which is completely optional, they were like, you have to solder the vid ribbon. Fuck. And I was like, cool, I guess I'm doing this. And so, yep, and, yeah, I went over and did it and had a couple hiccups here and there putting it back together, but... Once I put it back together and everything, it, it runs great. I started playing uh, Pokemon Fire Red on it, and yeah, I think that's, I think it's definitely going to be one of my, uh, one of my core systems that I'm actually going to play now. Um, just offhand estimate, how big is your GBA library? My GBA library is hold on. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually, I actually keep, I actually keep a database on here. Um, I have to because of how many games I have. Um, my Game Boy Advance. I have forty-one games for my Game Boy Advance. I have. Oh, that's, from, that's not. That's yeah. not as high as I would have thought. But no, I I'm very picky and choosy when it comes to the GBA because of there's a lot of really good games on it, but there was also a fuck ton of garbage. Oh, and yeah, it's the same. It, I mean, look at the Switch now. Like, there's a fuckload of good games for it, but there's also a, a whole fucking massive garbage and thank god most of that's digital um between everything i got about between game boy game boy color and game boy advance i got about 70 games okay so yeah and that was the thing too like i always liked the form factor of the original game boy advance as opposed to the sp and so i always wanted something that was a little bit you know i like the fact that the game boy advance is more beefy and so, yeah it was yeah. a lot more ergonomic too yeah and so i was like ah fuck it and so yeah, I, I finished it up today. Actually, I finished it up like an hour before we started recording. I was like, uh, well, I got my soldering iron here, so fuck it, let's do it. So that's when when you were get when we were getting ready to record. I was like, yeah, I gotta clean up first, and that was me cleaning up all the shit off of it. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was actually not that difficult. And handheldlegend.com, uh, all their stuff came in. It came in a box first of all, which is great, and then. All the stuff fit exactly like it was supposed to. I didn't have to make any kind of modifications or anything like that. And so that made it really super convenient. And yeah, and it runs off of double A batteries. I can get a rechargeable battery for it. But as it stands right now, it runs off of double A's. And I'll see how far I can go with those. Oh, it's awesome. Yep. How about you? What have you been playing? Well, still on Fall Guys. <laughs> oh, man. How's, um, that? How's that going? Oh, not not any better at all. Oh God. Um, I did get to just played a couple games with my daughter the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had a camera to show the footage, but it was basically the the hill climb for the crown. Got mm-hmm. to that point, I was actually in a pretty good position where I had jump on the ground, mm-hmm. and guy guy just got to it right before me. So I dropped the controller and just went to the ground, and my daughter jumped on my back and just started punching the back of my head. <laughs> so she's like, "You failed me as a father and as a oh, yeah. gamer." She's she literally like in slow motion is just going, "No, God, you're worthless." The G, thanks. Oh yeah, I I definitely felt it. Mm, that's fucking terrible. And then outside of COD playing that um i've just kind of been testing i said i played tony hawk and then mm-hmm. i played that skater xl through the xbox app just seeing how just kind of large input games mm-hmm. um performed 
And I did actually, I got my PlayStation moved down to the new TV. So now I can start Last of Us 2 and Ghosts. Sweet. So that'll probably be this week, kind of plugging away through one of those. Like, well, the good news is I don't think, because I, I think the 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 multiplayer stuff is standalone. I don't think it's going to be like level based on your level of what your character is in the single player game. So if anything, oh, okay. yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's tied to anything. Um, so, I mean, that, that would be awesome. Cause then we have like a jump off point of all three of us. Like we can start doing that on Sundays or something like that, as opposed to, as opposed to fall guys. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to kind of, plug away on that and then um i guess that kind of wraps up not a lot of news going on this week no um kind of getting into the season of the big fall releases yeah we got uh watchdogs coming up you got cyber uh cyberpunk and uh god was it less than or a little over two weeks i'm so curious to see kind of like Obviously, I'm I'm starting to get the itch for next gen. No, I know it's like I it, it's I'm I'm gonna have to start taking fucking measurements soon because of how big the fucking PlayStation Five is. But um, I should have the room, and then I'm just I'm excited. I'm really excited for the Xbox. Like it, it's both of them are scratching like both niches of like I'm excited to play Miles Morales, but then also with the Xbox, like I'm hearing all this epic backwards compatibility stuff. And I'm really excited to like start playing The Witcher oh. Three, and like I'm really excited to, to play Cyberpunk on the Series X. Like I, I don't know. It's just it's an exciting time, and I I like I I know I'm spending a thousand dollars on consoles, and they're like, oh, well, why don't you play the originals? But if I could play a better version of the originals for another five to seven years, I'm golden. And so, all sure, right, um, the Digital Foundry, have you watched their latest few videos this week? No, I watched her one on the impression of uh, of Spider Man, where they talked about like all the ray tracing and stuff like that the Spider Man had in it, and I was like, and I was just like, holy shit! And they were showing like differences between like how Miles Morales looks versus Spider Man on PS4 looks, and you don't really you you don't really notice how good it looks until you actually see like the PS4 one, and then you see that one, and you're like, holy shit! Yep. They actually did do some work on this. So. Um. They they went into the basically the Series X ability to add HDR to uh, backwards compatible games. Yeah, I would, that's I'm curious about all that tech. Like it, it's that all that shit's fascinating to me. Like how they're just their backwards compatibility team is insane. Yeah, I, there's one part that on the video that's kind of interesting, which makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. it's obviously they're they're using the console to add hdr where they think it's needed right so they were playing game the one they went into was arkham knight Mm. which basically what they described it works really well it's Mm -hmm. a it was a good game to test but what's interesting is it adds hdr to like aspects of the game that like title screens Hmm. um where it shouldn't necessarily be there and it's like kind of blowing out the color oh but it's just things you can't get around that's it. That's the only thing that's shitty about like that kind of stuff where they have to. You have to like really be careful with them, and and it it, it sucks coming from that era of like the 360 era, because uh, 360 PS3 era is because when a lot of those games 
it was great back when those games were originally released because you were used to that, especially because a lot of those games, like especially Arkham Knight and Arkham Asylum stuff, they used a lot of, um, not necessarily CG, but they used a lot of video, like compressed video as opposed to running it in the engine. Yep. And so, you know, it's it was very seamless when it was on the PS3 and stuff like that because everything was running at 720p or 1080p or whatever. But when you start getting into, like, these next-gen consoles and stuff, and like you said, you know, all these games are going to add HDR, and next next thing you know, the CG is going to be blown out. And it, it's perfect example is, like, Return to Arkham. Like, you see Arkham Asylum now, like, all the CG, like, at first was like, man, this stuff is the shit. Like, this is, the, this is where it's at. And then now it's the reverse, where the CG, you know, not necessarily CG, but the actual, like, video... The compressed video is is essentially like you know pixelated. It's not as is not as crisp as the actual gameplay. And so yep. when it shifts over to gameplay, you're like, wow, what the fuck happened? And it's it's because a lot of them are they don't give out the original like video signals of what it's actually rendered at. It's just the, they still put the they still attach the compressed version to the game. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, and I I will say one of the things they touched on is. I think it was GTA 4 for the 360 was mm-hmm. one that during the Xbox preview um, had the HDR added. And I guess there was a lot of issues with it. Mm. And Xbox has already pulled like the ability to run that with a HDR added. Huh. So they, they are doing a lot of testing before they roll that out to titles. Yeah, I mean, and it's cool too because, you know, it's going to get to a point where I think a lot of stuff is going to be ran like an emulator too. So it... I'm sure they're going to give us the ability to eventually go over and say, "Hey, do you really want HDR in this game?" The game—it's just like the, probably going to be like the boost mode for PS4, where you know certain games ran like shit in boost mode, but other games ran way better in boost mode. And so, like I—I mm-hmm. I remember Bloodborne being one of them. Bloodborne, it like actually directly boost mode directly affected the game, and it might have been patched by now. But I remember before they were like, "Do not run this in boost mode on the pro because." It will actually fuck the game up. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then probably the last thing for the week that I thought was uh, pretty funny was Snoop Dogg shared a video that he has the Xbox fridge. I saw that. (laughs) He's like, look at at my sweet fridge. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy to see the Xbox embrace that. I know it's cringe. It's sort of cringe now because like, haha, you turn your meme onto yourself. But. I, I am glad they embraced that part of it and didn't, you know, buckle to fans to say, we're going to redesign it or do anything different. They were like, nope, too far along. Fuck you. This is the Xbox. Yep. Yep. So. So, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that'll do us in for episode 64 this yeah. week. <laughs> now, we, now we get the short episode. That's right. Right. Had to happen sooner or later. Right. So, yeah, Toast will be back next week. And I said we're we're getting closer to next gen. It's exciting, yeah. Yeah, exciting times. I'm just so, waiting to get charged soon for them. <laughs> so if they want to find us, where do they go, Bob? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks. Yep, and Discord will be in our show notes. So yep. jump on in. Got a good community out there, making changes all the time to it. Yep, so. convince you to buy GBA mods that you didn't know that you needed. Always. Always. And uh, shout out to Castle Will Kill, part of the community. Um, mm-hmm. Just had a baby. 
Yep. Congratulations, big guy. All right, and we will catch you next week. See ya.